Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, thank you so much, David, for the invitation for analyzing your trade. This is, uh, and you know that, one of my favorite shows that you produce. Um, so I just want to do a quick intro for those of you that are new and do not know me. My name is uh, Anka Metcalf, and I am the CEO and founder of TradeOutloud.com, which is a tr uh, day trading, which is a trading education that is based on uh, focused on um, educating individuals how to day trade, swing trade, and um, also actively invest uh, in the markets. Um, what I do for a living is I day trade futures in the first two hours of the New York trading session, actually two hours or less, uh, and I swing trade uh, stocks, and I also um, actively invest into the market. We're going to also talk a little bit about the difference uh, between uh, uh, these styles of trading, because I know there's a lot of confusion out there. You know, what is day trading? What is swing trading? How long is the whole period for these uh, uh, trades? So we're going to talk about that uh, down the line. <clears throat> All right. So uh, I'm a professional independent trader. Uh, I come with 20 years of experience trading the markets on my own. Prior to becoming a uh, independent trader, I come with 10 plus years in investment banking. And I'm also the designer of an institutional proprietary trading system that is based on price support resistance, but there's a catch. I focused on eight layers of price support resistance, and I focus on confluence areas rather than supply and demand that are not really reliable, especially uh, when you're trading with high pressure, high volume uh, assets. I also um, have specific trigger times for my day trades. That means that I maximize my timing and I couple that with uh, my pattern. So I look at the pattern and I look at the timing, I look at the clock to see if that pattern is lining up with the perfect in the in a perfect uh, synchronicity. Uh, I also uh, have specific price zones where um, I like to leg into my trades, whether I leg in or I take the whole position. I really don't scale into trades because I know exactly where my entries are. So yes, I do take uh, chart requests. So please feel free. Uh, to type in the stocks that you would like uh, analyzed or commodities or whatever it is that you guys want analyzed. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And I uh, came to show you some examples of the trades that we're in and some recent trades that we have opened and also some of uh, the trades that we have closed. So please excuse my voice. I have been uh, talking nonstop since five o'clock this morning. I had a another show this morning with uh, traders from Kenya. So the time difference literally is killing me. So I I, will, I feel like it's already 10 o'clock at night right now. But anyways, let's get started, everybody, because, uh, uh, you know, we're here just to talk charts. Uh, first off, before we actually go in, I see that the uh, stock symbols are coming in, UNG and QCOM. Definitely going to take a look at those and feel free to type some more until we have a few more in here. I'm just going to walk you through of uh, what I am seeing uh, <clears throat> develop into the market um into the upcoming uh into the upcoming days and also because we are trading in a brand new month what i see coming for the month of december the month of december is going to have a very different uh, feel to it remember that december uh carries that holiday cheer it is the time where we when wall street um uh guys the suits are uh getting their bonuses and a lot of times they're reinvesting it 
back into the market. That is actually what pushes the market higher either before Christmas or right after Christmas. That is the influx that we're getting. Uh, we're also going to have uh, a very important event next week, which is the contract role for the indices uh, for the Dow, the S&P, uh, NASDAQ and Russell, which means that they will start trading and they the shift, uh, the, the first batch of uh, contracts will start shifting towards the March contract. Uh, that event next week is going to come with a lot of uh, chop uh, into it. A lot of uh, volume is going to go a little bit lower as we're get going into Wednesday, Thursday next week. Uh, so these are things if you want, you could just uh, take some notes here so you know what you're up against to next week. These are very helpful tips that you need to know uh, aside from the stock that you're trading because that is going to determine whether your stock, regardless of what, uh, what stock it is, is going to have continuation follow through or not because we our objective as traders is to get into trades and have follow through i mean that is the most important thing we need to have follow through and we need to have immediate follow through for what for instant gratification that's the reason why we get in relative strength stocks for or indices uh because we want the price action to explode faster and achieve target faster than watching paint dry. And one of the reasons why uh, a lot of uh, a lot of times the traders, you know, find themselves stuck in a trade is because they don't pay attention to these things. Now, uh, on the third Friday, we have quadruple witching option expiration, which is typically going to be a sideways week. But I think that we're going to get a lot of influx because that week is also going to, oh, that in within that week. We're also going to have guess what? FOMC meeting. That's right. Another rate hike. So guess what that's going to do for the market? Well, nobody knows, right? And we're going to have to wait and see how the market is going to play out that. And then we're off into holiday trading, potentially with Santa Claus rally, either before or after uh, Christmas. And then we're going straight into window dressing. Now, I just wanted to share some really quick facts right now because we are trading in a month where uh, typically some strategies that you may want to apply to the market may not work. So for example, if you find a stock and say, hey, I want to do, uh, and that is from the swing perspective and say, hey, there's a stock out there that has, uh, is showing bottoming signs and it's trading, let's say, uh, at a 52 week low or it's really down for the year uh, or it's trading, actually, it's just making new lows for the year. Don't try to buy that. Don't try to save that. Let it go. Funds are not going to keep that stock. They're just going to sell it, sell it, sell it, sell it. If you're you know, keep on holding it, that's not going to be a good idea. First, institutions, what they do, they window dress they, their portfolio. That means is that if these portfolio managers are going to ditch. They're going to get rid of positions. Uh, they're going to get rid of um, the uh, contracts and also shares of stocks that are underperforming their portfolio. And then they are going to uh, jump into high-flying stocks. They're going to jump in stocks like Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, something that is up, Eli Lilly, whatever it is, uh, stocks that are above the 52-week high or are trading higher, 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 higher. Okay, so I just wanted to clear that out. Uh, it, it's a totally different ball game. Uh, December, uh, you're trading December totally different than you are trading the rest of the year. Pattern aside. So pattern is pattern, but you have to keep in mind 
uh, whatever is uh, whatever is happening within that seasonality. And then uh, the last thing that we have into December, getting ready for January, that's going to be the January effect. Now, remember those stocks that have been beat up and that everybody was selling, meaning institutions. Well, that's that's going to be a time when you're going to buy them going into next year. And this is all for tax purposes. So you have to know this as traders. Don't only uh, don't only focus on the stock that you uh, that you are interested in, for example, Tesla or Apple or whatever. Just pay very close attention to what's going on around you, because that's going to help you in the long run. It's going to help with your trading. All right. So uh, keep in, uh, keep the list going, guys. We still uh, we do have a few names right now. And I do have a few names for you guys as well. But I think before we actually dive into these stocks, let's analyze the overall market and let's see where we're at and where we're heading and where we may be heading for uh, the month of December. Now, obviously, the market was uh, held into um, a really wide range for a couple of weeks. The reason for that well, it was very obvious. Obvious. We were trading pre-holiday. The volume was very low. Uh, we tried to move a little bit higher going into Thanksgiving's. This was Thanksgiving's high right here. And then we pulled back. But when we pulled back, we pulled back and we realized another higher low from which we rotated and pushed the price higher. This was a big gain uh, for the spice. This is a chart of the spice. Uh, this is the SPS, uh, SPX ETF. So what the spice did here was uh, the spice closed above the 200 SMA. The spies have not closed above the 200 SMA in a very long time. The first time they closed above the uh, above the 200 SMA was March. So since March, we haven't had this performance. So this is a huge performance on uh, into the spy. So that means that. I have Apple on my list as well that I wanted to talk about today. So the spies are very bullish right now. So remember, we were trading in a downtrend. We do have the rejection off of the 200 symbol moving average. And by the way, for those of you guys that are not familiar with my charting, I do not use any sophisticated indicators. I use moving averages. The reason for that is that these moving averages represent algorithmic rich zones. Uh, the following, uh, these are the following moving averages that I use. The ones that I'm holding my cursor on is the 200 symbol moving average. The pink is the 10 exponential moving average. The blue is the 20 simple moving average. And the green is the 50 simple moving average. I use simple volume because I want to see market participation. In fact, this is where you can see where the volume was on Black Friday. It was very low. Nobody was trading. And you can see that we had a really constant low volume as we were heading into um, Thanksgivings and right after the holiday as well. Uh, and in fact, yesterday we had the first punch into normal volume going into the market. And I did mention these things to my to, to my students, to my members, whether in the trading room or in the swing program, that volume will come in once we are heading into December 1st. And exactly what it was. So these are some seasonal things that you need to know and need to be aware of so you don't waste your time and don't waste your money into the market. So the other indicator that I use, we're not really going to talk about it here uh, much, but it's go, is the William Percent R. This is the only indicator that I use, and I really don't use as much because for me, pattern is more important than any kind of indicator, especially if you're a day trader. By the time you look at the 
RSI or stochastic or whatever it is and match the pattern, the trade is long gone. So you're done for the day because you're not going to keep up with price. The price is moving way too fast when you're day trading, when you're momentum trading or even trend trading. The RSI, uh, the uh, William percent R is an oscillator, just like stochastic or RSI, but it's way simpler than that. It shows you overbought and oversold zones. And for example, uh, just like any other price oscillator, if the price can stay in an oversold area for a very long period of time, or it can stay in an overbought area for a very long period of time. So they're not really reliable. They're particularly useful when you have black swan events in the market, like we had in 2020, when you have huge price fluctuations, for example, uh, like the price swings that we had in 2018, price swings that we had uh, in 2020, and the price swings that we had, uh, some of the price swings that we had this year when volatility came in. But other than that, they're not very useful. If you want to trade, you have to keep it super simple. And this is the way to go. I was mentored by a, a Goldman Sachs the, a institutional trader. He's still into the market right now. He's still working at the same institution. And they have a fairly simple approach to trading that uh, I trade on as well. Uh, so what do we have into this buys is we have the first rejection off of the 200 SMA and we started developing the high. Since this point, this was a buy point, right? Why? Because it's still trading above, uh, the price was still trading above the 20 SMA and rotating, but the price action failed. This is the first sign that we should look for shorts. Other than that, if you see a top and if you see a rotation, you go long. You actually have the confirmation to go long here. Obviously, a lot of stopouts occur into this point. The price went back down. Uh, rose back into the 20 SMA. So the, now the 20 SMA became that downtrending trend line, if you will. So now we have created the top two higher highs, two higher lows, where we had the confirmation that the price action was definitely in a power trend to the downside. We had the equidistant channeling that it was in between moving averages. So that meant that the price action is poised to go lower. As soon as we created and we were approaching, for example, the 365 to 260 area into the spies. I already alerted my traders that we may have a pop-up because we may have a potential rotation of a double test of support of a, of a simple test of support uh, from June of this year. And this is exactly what happened. The price action went higher, tested the 20 SMA. We became bearish again. And here was the line in the sand. This was the definite area where we needed to look to see if the price is going to stick to the support or around the support level. And it did, it held on, it did a shake and bake bar. This is a shake and bake bar. You know what this is? This is a sell bar. This is a force sell bar. Institutions force sell so they can accumulate more contracts or more shares. Yep, that's the biggest, deepest secret. And there's a video on the internet by nobody else than Jim Cramer that explains what he was doing while he was working for a hedge fund. That's what they were doing. They would push and force the price lower so they can stop out all the other traders so they can accumulate more. And if you're thinking that they don't know where our stops are, well, think again. All the brokers and, of course, all the free brokers out there, for those of you that trade stocks, you probably know that you're And if you're trading, if you're trading on Thinkorswim or TradeStation or if you're trading on Robinhood or any other app, 
Well, trades are free, right? Well, nothing is free in this world. And the reason there's a reason why they're free is because they make money off of your data. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys did not know that, but that's how the brokers are making money. They're making money off of your orders. They're selling it automatically to the big institutions like Citadel, so on and so forth. All right, so here we go. We had a, a, a test. It was a test here into the double support level. And as soon as we had the bottoming tail with a mega volume coming into the market, we also had the low and a higher low in the oscillator here as well in the William percent R. It was a sign that we needed to go long. And we have been long ever since. We had an impressive October. And I'm going to show you the results later on of October. We had a 100% win rate. Can you believe that? A 100% win rate. All the trades worked out. All the trades. All, all, all the trades worked out. I haven't had an 100% win ratio for about three and a half years, okay, in a month, okay? This is very rare. This is very rare. When the market is choppy, when the market is difficult, guess what? You have to be more careful. You have to trade less. Trading less is actually making more. I'm going to show you all the trades that we did. All right. So here we had that bottom and we started to lift high. This is where we started to get more aggressively into the long side. This is a higher low, second higher low, third higher low, fourth higher low. In fact, this is the fourth higher low. This is a beautiful plateau. And in fact, this is coming out with the break of this 200 simple moving average. Now, where's this the... Uh, uh, where's the price going? Take a look at this monthly chart. Can anybody identify here? Just type one in the room if you think this is an uptrend, if uh, the spies are into an uptrend, and type a two if the if the spies are in a downtrend. So guys, where are they at? Uptrend one or downtrend two? <coughs> Gonna let you guys some time. This is a monthly chart. Uptrend or downtrend? All right. It is an uptrend. Tim, you're right. Uh, Randy, you're right. Okay, this is an uptrend. An uptrend. We don't have lower high, lower lows and lower highs. This is just a pullback into the 50 SMA. Guys, take a look at the synchronicity that we have here. Pandemic pullback into the 50 SMA. 2018 volatility pullback into the uh, 50 SMA. Then we have the 2016 election year pullback into the 50 SMA. This was all QE right here. Okay. So we have price repetition with price synchronicity. So here we have it. This is an uptrend, right? So we have uptrend onto the monthly. All right. Let me do another test. What do we have here, guys? I'm going to squish the chart, squish the chart real good. Okay. Do we have, okay, from, let's say from this area where I have my cursor on the chart into this top, what kind of trend do we have? Or even here, what kind of trend do we have going on right here? Trick question, uptrend or downtrend? Ah, you guys know. <laughs> you guys know. Exactly. There's still an uptrend. Even though we had a choppier pullback, the price action, and remember that the 200 SMA is the moving average that a lot of institutions pay attention to. Once the price is above, they buy. If the price below, they ditch. Period. And this is on the weekly chart. This is this is what they go by. Their, their trading strategies are maybe simpler than your trading strategies. And I'm not kidding. Very simple trading strategies. Traders have the tendency to overcomplicate trading. In fact, institutions are trading very simple systems. Okay. So even though we have high, lower, high, lower, high, lower, low, lower, low. So we have actually a, a top and three lower lows. And we have uh, about three or four lower, uh, low, lower highs and lower lows. Um, we're still 
trending. Uh, we're still trading into the 200 SMA. Okay, so where are we at right now? Because this is a uh, this is a brand new month, like I said. So where are we at? Where do you think we're going to be ending up the month? Okay, where do you think we're going to be ending up the month? We do have room to 420. Okay, so we do have room for uh, 420. 420 is support is resistance. We break 420, we may even go to 450. It all rides on the decision on the FOMC decision. On the FOMC decision, remember this massive rally that we had throughout the month of November was on very thin fundamentals because the majority of, of, of uh, earnings uh, came in in October and at the beginning of November, and the market was still very choppy then. The bigger breakout came later on. So the, it came on a non-fundamental basis, right? So it came based on news. So whatever we're going to be trading in December, it's going to be a news-driven market. So yes, we do see higher targets of 420, 423, 425. We break 425, we're going to 450. Okay, this is very interesting. And in fact, I could show you uh, what I'm looking at. For example, uh, remember I was telling you guys about the 420. We have 420, 450. These are these two are going to be the targets for price action. Now let's go quickly to the queues uh, because I want to analyze your trades because this is what it's all about. And first of all, I want to go here. Uh, I want to go on the daily. All right. I shared this chart on Twitter and I share it many times uh, as the price progresses because I'm showing traders what I'm looking at and the targets that I'm looking at. Okay. So they can catch the trades as well. So this is a mini downtrend that we're having with lower lows and lower highs. And in fact, uh, the Qs have been, NASDAQ has been in general, one of the weakest indices, right? Weakest ETFs, weakest index NASDAQ. Uh, and um, it shows, right? But we still have a double bottom formation. We still have a lifted shelf and we're developing a little bit of an uptrend. So at, until this trend is broken, until 279 is broken, we are going to be in an uptrend. So if you're looking at stocks, Apple, if, I don't know, Apple has been hit a little bit hard. Uh, but if you're looking at other stocks, market stocks that we're going to be analyzing very quickly, um, tr uh, trade them into the long directional bias. This is exactly what I'm going to be doing, right? Trade into the higher directional bias. All right. Um, so room to run at least into the 200 SMA to the 300 and 304. That is the price target for it. It could do it literally in a week or it could do it in a day. Take a look at uh, what we had over here yesterday. Another bar like this and we're here. And towards the end of the year, we could actually go into the 330 by the end of December. If everything, if the market is going to interpret everything and everything is going to be aligned with price action. So currently, bottom line, guys, currently price action is favoring more the upside. Okay. So bottom line is that the market is favoring more the upside. All right. Let's start looking at some of the stocks that you have just uh, typed in here. Okay. So first stock that I have is UNG. Funny that you point this out because I'm going to show you something. <laughs> I'm going to show you something. Okay, let me just share this. All right. Do you guys see this? UNG? Okay, UNG. I am in natural gas long. Here it is. Now, I'm in natural gas futures long. Uh, and I suggested that these contracts are a little bit heavier. So if you have not uh, traded commodities, these are really pricey. And for small accounts, these can be a killer because you could have really wide stops, 3,000, 5,000, uh, 7,000, depending on the area where you put the stop and depending on the setup, because I don't dictate the stops. 
Uh, so I'm currently a UNG, so I'm going to be biased here. So I'm going to say UNG long 2250. I'm looking for 21 for the stop. Uh, and I'm looking for these following targets, 23, 24, 25. Now let's take a look at the technical chart and see what we have going on right now. Okay. Uh, and uh, where is it? Okay, here it is. Okay, so do you guys see this chart? I hope you guys can see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, you can see it. Cool. All right. So uh, UNG, let's go far out to a weekly. Okay, so we're going to go to a weekly. And so far, uh, the weekly chart has achieved has achieved the 24 bucks, right? So 24 bucks, it's actually it was actually over $24, right last week, because this is when I called it, right? We, we it was trading right here was trading at 2250, 2250. And I had a uh, I had a first target into um, 23 and 24. 25 is going to be the next target. 25 is the next target. Uh, but at this point, you could have trailed out. So that was a quick uh, swing to the upside, a couple of days swing to the upside. Right now, the price action is pulling back. So because the price action is pulling back right now, it may try to revisit this uh, double formation right here, okay? Uh, what, what else I wanted to show you is that the monthly chart is looking very, uh, very good. As long as this support zone, you can see that I have the notations here. They're around the $17, $17 for the maximum support level that they have. Uh, if th if throughout uh, December, because this is a monthly chart, and if you're looking at a little bit long term, because I don't trade natural, oh, you can trade natural gas, for example, for a short term, but this is not something that I do. Uh, but if you really want price with confirmation, look for the price to get over $24.75 this month. And if it takes out these double highs right here, uh, the price action is going to go back here into this resistance area. In fact, we do have, oops, uh, we do have a lot of resistance to the left-hand side all the way here and all the way to the left-hand side. So these are going to be the targets, 34.60 or so. But again, I would be waiting on right now, if you're not in, wait for 24.76. That is the trigger point in my perspective, the style that I'm trading. Apply a stop of 17 bucks and you're going to have more than, a little bit more than one R into 34. And then if it starts going, then you could actually see price action into $40. Okay. It just depends on how, uh, how the price action is going to react. So I hope that uh, that answered your question. Uh, the next uh, stock is going to be QCOM. All right. So let's talk a little bit about QCOM. We're going to uh, take the top-down approach in QCOM. Uh, we have, okay, and we talked about symmetry, right? I love to pay attention to symmetry. So we have a nice, beautiful, robust bottom, textbook bottom off of the 200 simple moving average. And we have a little bit of rounded up. We have a higher low over here. We had a break, we had a base holding the 20 SMA. We had the price move higher, and then guess what? The price action collapsed. Well, this is not a surprise because everything kind of pulled back uh, into the summer months. 
but now we got uh, the price got caught by the 50 SMA. Remember that there are stocks that respond really well to some of the moving averages, some that don't. But look at where you have some symmetry because you have perfect symmetry right here. And you have the price action that is hooked into the 50 SMA. You also have another hook from 2020 March into the 20 SMA. So the price action is trying to reestablish itself into that 50 SMA. We have a nice consolidation here and any kind of price uh, if the price action is going to try to take out the high 127 25 127 50 it's going to start going higher however the, the fact that the price action has stayed here for two months what do you think is doing the price action is just digesting this massive so this massive support to the left hand side see how it's corresponding it needs time to dissolve it. It needs time to work through it because the price action has been here into this area since November of 2020. So for two years, it has been into this area. So yeah, it's going to take a little longer before it dissolves it and starts breaking out. I like the pattern of the month leaf with a continuation higher. From the weekly perspective, you can see that this is also something that you can take into consideration for next week. So this may be a buy into next week if the price action is not going to stabilize above it. So I would take it over this week's high going into next week. Uh, and a profit target, first profit target would be into the 140. Like I said, it's taking its time because it has, uh, it has to erase two years, two years of that massive massive consolidation there but i do like it okay uh the other stock is ua uh sorry ua okay so let's take it far out to the monthly chart now these are the type of stocks that uh i don't trade uh, uh i don't trade into the month of december because if you look at the technical chart this price action um from uh from December of last year actually from January of this year has been declining so this is not something for me uh I wouldn't even look at this chart it's probably going to have a little bit of momentum to the upside I really don't like it um it is to me it looks like uh it's going to get probably sold um into the end of the year because investors that have been in UA are probably going to question the portfolio manager saying, hey, what the heck are you doing? You're getting my shares in UA instead of having them in Johnson & Johnson. So they don't want that kind of uh, um, uh, <laughs> that kind of uh, bad talk from their clients. So they're going to say, what the heck? I'm going to sell this uh, loser and I'm going to jump into Boeing, show my client that I'm in Boeing. Uh, but uh, it has fairly good volume. It's popping a little bit higher. Uh, it was a good short squeeze. It's approaching already the target for the short squeeze. Uh, so that's from the monthly chart. The weekly chart into resistance had a big effort of uh, taking out the 20 SMA. It may start going a little bit higher into $10.60. That's the maximum target that I'm going to give it. All right, LMT. This is another stock that I uh, that I like. I love. All right, so I like to focus um, on stocks that have relative strength, right? Because you want to trade something that is perky, that is strong, that is stronger than the market, and this is definitely stronger than the market. So uh, LMT, Lockheed Martin. It is really cool. Why? Because it's making new highs. This is the kind of stock that you want to look to trade in December. You don't want to trade UA. You want to put your money into something that will have the capability of being picked up by institutions. 
Why do we care what institutions are doing? Well, they can lift the price up. And therefore, that means cash in my pockets, right? And fast cash in my pockets. All right. So uh, where is it going from here? This is a beautiful pattern. I see it going much, much higher from here. We have a nice bull flag formation. Uh, prices can go as the, hold on just a sec. Let me just do it again because I messed it up. All right. Uh, and uh, let's do this. All right. So we're seeing prices go up, uh, possibly into the 550, into the 550. 550 would be, uh, and then we could go back into cl very close to 600. So 550 is going to be a line in the stand. It may, it may not go here. This is a great investment, investing purpose. So whether if you're investing, you're looking to hold positions from a couple of months to a few years or decades. Uh, but LMT is definitely uh, that one that delivers. And uh, if you're in the right sector for watching that. Uh, so like I said, long term, it does have a lot of room into the 600. I love that whole number as well. All right, let's check Apple. All right, Apple is one of uh, my other favorites. This is a monthly chart. It has a very strong consolidation here. It was hit by bad news a couple of days ago, but hey, you know, Apple is Apple. And um, uh, it's definitely, you know, this whole thing in China is influencing uh, the market and not in a good way. But anyways, uh, let's go to the daily. This is where I wanted to go. So this is uh, this is what it had in the last few days. And then yesterday at Powell talking, everybody forgot about China and uh, prices moving higher. I know the daily chart is a little bit intimidating because it's confusing. I would suggest look at a higher time frame, you know, weekly chart, monthly chart. If you're looking for long term, uh, you know, monthly chart is the way to go. But if you're looking for short term, uh, shorter term, for example, in the swing, uh, you're still having you're still having a little bit of difficulty. I wouldn't call this a downtrend. Uh, it's in a massive uptrend. It's just in a very massive range. And this massive range holds the highs right here and holds the lows right here into the 129. Overall, it needs to resolve this highlighted area. And if it does, it will start punching higher. But uh, remember, Apple is Apple. And if we're getting a little bit of momentum, a little bit more momentum into the market and we're heading into um, uh, into a stronger uh, end of the year close. Remember that all of these, uh, I was reading some um, some news yesterday. I was reading some papers and uh, uh, some of these um uh, some of these uh, stocks, for example, like Amazon, Amazon is going to have a wonderful, uh, wonderful first quarter. They had so th their their um um their their um what is it called? Their um um they 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 sold so many products, right? They they're uh, they're so up there in their uh, Thanksgivings, holiday season sales that I'm pretty sure they're going to have a dynamic quarter. So this is something that I would be watching. So Amazon, Amazon definitely for uh, Amazon for next year earnings. I think they're going to beat earnings uh, uh, in 2023, uh, in the first quarter of 2023. But Apple is still looking robust, even though it's very, very sloppy. If it breaks below the 128, the next decision zone is going to be into the 110. But it's still going to be bullish into the 110. You can, I would focus more on the upside because you could see the uh, you could see the downside is fairly sloppy. So it's just chugging lower. And then when it's getting the impulse for higher, it's just skyrocketing higher. Everybody loves Apple. 
and just wait for Christmas and the holiday season. Everybody's going to go and buy Apple phones, iPads, iWatch, iPads, iWatches, whatever. So um, they're they're pretty much going to have strong sales, I believe, uh, going into January. Remember that January is the good representation of uh, the sales from the last quarter, brick and mortar. They're going to be top watches for January um, and also um, re, um, also online sales. Online sales are just uh, off the charts, but Apple is looking very strong. Uh, from the daily perspective, yeah, it's a little bit uh, choppier, so I don't see any technical pattern. That's the reason why I'm not even trading it uh, right now. Uh, I don't have a trade in Apple, but I will be considering a uh, very, very soon a long-term position in Apple. Uh, Amazon. I mentioned a little bit about Amazon having phenomenal performance uh, with the uh, with their uh, uh, with their um, um, holiday season with the kickoff. Um, and hold on, just a sec. Okay, uh, with the holiday, uh, with the holiday kickoff, um, and uh, we do have, I do have some charts here because I, I love, I love to make notations on charts. All right, so here is what we have. Okay, all right, so this is the macro uptrend, right? Because it's a monthly chart, so it has massive, massive, massive. Uh, it had a massive move to the upside overall. You want to be in a stock like uh, like Amazon in the long uh, in the long term. Um, then here we had the trade war worries in 2018. The stock went down and then it went back up. It broke above into all time highs, and this was in 2021 through 2022 in January, where we had these highs. And then, of course, along with the market, it pulled back, right? But it pulled back right into the trade war uh, uh, worries. Okay, right here. So it's on minor support deriving from these prior pivot highs. Okay, so what I was predicting when the market was into the highs, because I like to make these notations on the charts uh, that show you what I'm expecting. So when the price action was trading here, I said, if it trades 189, it's going to go higher. But if it's not, it's going to pull back exactly to the, the to this zone, which is exactly what happened. Uh, because we got here, we had inflation, high gas prices, you know, worries of recession. If we're not in a recession already, you know, war, pandemic, whatever it is. Okay. So here you can see that I have a notation with a shakeout because this is a little shake and bake pattern. So I would watch it very, very closely right here. I would watch it very closely because in the month of December, it's gonna if it's going to get above the 104, this is going to be a big go. It's going to be a big, big go. This is the 104. It's already doing a low and a higher low. Okay, so pay very close attention. This could be a buy over uh, over that 104. All right. Uh, now I'm going to share with you some uh, stocks that uh, I have been in uh, and some commodities, right? So let's start first with some commodities. Uh, I am in silver long uh, and I called the trade uh, this week. Uh, no, I'm yeah, this week on the 29th. All right. So silver long. Uh, here it is. We got silver long at $21.60. All right. Beautiful. $21.60. We have this notation on chart. So we have been noticing this bullishness since October. So we have had it on our watch list since October. We were just getting ready uh, for a confirmation to the upside. This was our confirmation. The price was staying above the $20.60 and finally committing over $21.60. We want to get it with confirmation because this is where the money's at. And this is actually where we got in. 
November 29th with confirmation with a trend, right? Right. With the trend, with the trend line. So we uh, basically uh, are, we were still in, we have hit three targets out of four, three targets out of four. We're looking for a max target right here into $24. Okay, we have already, so we have 23 and $24 We after hitting three targets. So this is four targets, I'm sorry. We had a first target into 22. We had a second target, 22, uh, 30. We had a third target, 22.50, and we had $23 at uh, $23 a target. Uh, if you guys are trading futures, you guys know how big this trade is. This is thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars, yeah. <laughs> that's right this is gorgeous silver uh we're also in bonds long so uh bonds are zb uh and uh here is the bond all right very simple explanation this is you know uh this is exactly you know how we uh planned it out 126 to 126 15 is where we got in uh long uh at the breakout it was a swing it is a swing long uh, we have the target into 130. That is going to be our uh, that is going to be our target. We we actually had our first target into um, uh, NCB into 120 uh, 129. Uh, we have already hit that 129, and we're getting into the frothy 130. We're still greedy. We want to hold on to it. Beautiful, beautiful trade. All right. Uh, also, we're in another trade, swing trade, and that's into the futures program. We day trade and swing trade into that program, but only uh, futures. So we don't do stocks into that program. I do have a separate program that is focused on stocks, uh, uh, swing trades only. Um, but uh, let's uh, take a look at copper and see where it's at right now right we have copper long at three dollars and 69 cents for those of you again that know uh and if you have ever traded futures you guys know that literally a point into these um uh into these uh uh into these uh um commodities is huge one point is 250 dollars uh-huh one point is 250 dollars because each tick is $12.50. So this is thousands of trades that we're into the money right now, thousands of dollars that we're into, uh, into the money. So these are some huge trades. We're talking about several, uh, several uh, thousand dollars just by one contract. Never mind if you're trading more, several thousand contracts, uh, seven th uh, sev several uh, thousand dollar uh, profits into these. All right. So um, th this is what uh, we are still in. So we, although we have closed the month, we still have these massive trades with massive profits that we have opened. And we're heading into a very strong December as well. We have our game plan all laid out. We know what to do going into next week and going into every single week because that's going to be very specific. Uh, the uh, I don't trade Euro dollars, Randy. So uh, now I'm going to go to some stocks. And these are some stocks that we had um, that uh, we have been, uh, it, some of them were still in. Uh, first of all, we had a stock FDX, which was the massive winner uh, for the month of October, and it was the massive winner for the month of uh, November as well. Uh, we have identified this trade as being a beautiful, let me see where it's at. Here it is. This is actually where we got in initially, okay? And I said, guys, this was back in October, and I said, look, 
FedEx has some bad earnings, has some bad news. So what? FedEx is FedEx. Holiday season is coming. People are going to do a lot of online shopping. Probably this is going to be another super strong year of uh, online uh, online uh, shopping. Uh, FedEx is going to go up, not only fundamentally, but I had my technicals lined up. I had a perfect strategy. It's like I said, uh, people panic when, for example, they see earnings. It's like, oh my God, the stock is down. What do I do now? Well, well, think again. If you know what you're doing, well, you could go long or short or whatever you want to do. Uh, we took it long at 153.37. Boom, boom, boom. Well, looks pretty good, right? So we have massive profits in this one. We had we actually called it in October and we added in November for super juicy profits. So we have over um, close to 6% gain in November. And we had over, we had close to 11% gain uh, in October. So this is a, this is a good, good, good trade. We also had Micron last uh last month in the month of November, we bought it at $55 and we sold it at $60. So we took advantage of this short squeeze right here. So here it is. Boom, right here. Okay, so these, this is a strategy that is applicable for October, November, not applicable for December. However, uh, we okay, let's go to Kroger. Uh, Kroger, we have a target. First target is $50. Guess what? Today hit our target one. Uh, this is a little bit longer term trade. We picked it up at $48 and we have targets at $50 and $50 and $51.50. The rest to be decided. We're looking for $55 and we're looking for $60 uh, because we want to hold it a little bit more uh, long term. Uh, McDonald's. McDonald's actually, once we called it long at $271, it hit immediately a target at $275. And it's, as you can see right now, it's very bullish. It's doing this really nice uh, flag formation into the prior uh, high. So this is very bullish right here. Uh, it looks higher, definitely over 275. It's going to move, try to move higher today, almost at 276. So with prices improving, loving it. Uh, MSFT, Microsoft, we picked it up long at $247. Uh, we had a first target into $250 and $250.50. Uh, if we see a close today above this 20 SMA, we're going to move higher to $270. It's going to be so super juicy right here. Juicy, juicy profits. We also have trades in uh, XLB. Um, XLB, here we go. Oh, okay. We also have trades in XLB. Uh, let me just show you what our game plan was. This was actually right before the long holiday. I said, you know what? Let's just uh, let's just take these trades. I wasn't very, you know, interested in um, doing uh, stocks, but I'm like, let's do some ETFs because they're a little bit on the safer side going into holidays. So we did XLB. Our entry eighty dollars and fifty cents. And guess what? We have targets into 82, targets into 83. Guess where it's today? Over 83.40. So we have hit two targets right here. Just beautiful, juicy trade. Uh, XLF, if the market is going higher, financials need to participate higher. So XLF, 36 bucks. Uh, we do have a target into $38. The first target is still hanging around just above our entry price. Another mega winner for us is Tesla. 
All right. You got to know when you um, when you when you buy these stocks and the strategy that you're using uh, these stocks and the timing when you're using uh, these uh, th these setups. I'm sorry. So Tesla was a buy for me at one eighty five fifty. Uh, and uh, we have a first target at two hundred dollars. And guess what? I was uh, telling my traders earlier, this is our private Twitter feed. Please don't try to follow it unless you're a member uh, because you're going to get kicked out. You're, you're not even going to have access. But Tesla, almost there at $200, okay? Almost there at $200. This is what I tweeted. You can see some of the trades that I'm communicating with my traders. For example, FCX, this is another trade that we're in right now, which is in sync with the metal theme that we have been going on in the futures. So we're combining that strong metal theme. F FCX delivered today. Uh, we have XLB. Here it is right on track. Microsoft, you can see Microsoft. These are all the trades that we're in. Analysis of the spies. Uh, see uh, exactly what I was telling you guys earlier. Spies did it trading and closed above the 200 SMA daily. It's exactly what I was telling you guys earlier. And this is exactly, um, you know, the same thing we do for our futures uh, program. You can see it right here. Beautiful follow up for copper. I'm providing you know, charts and explanation and, uh, you know, all of these, uh, um, you know, very useful tips over here. All right. So uh, Tesla, what else do we have? Um, all right. FCX is the last one. FCX, 100%, like I said, 100% win rate. You got to know what you guys are doing. Okay. You have to invest in your education, invest in yourself, because if you invest in yourself, think about it. If you invest in yourself, and know exactly when to buy, when to sell, how to do, how to trade, you're going to make money. If you think that, hey, you know what? I'm just going to trade, make a little bit more money, and then maybe I'm going to decide to join and learn how to trade. Uh-uh, it's not going to work. It doesn't work that way. Think about this. When you want to, if you want to become a doctor, what do you do? You go to a hospital, push everybody aside, say, hey, I want to do heart surgery, because I want to see if I can, if I like it or not. And you push everybody aside, you start doing heart surgery. And then if the patient lives after the surgery, you go like, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to be a heart surgeon, right? It doesn't work like that. Okay, so uh, whatever you do, it's your business. But I'm just telling you that the market is ruthless. And if you you have to know how to trade in sync with it. All right, so FCX is the, is the last trade that we took on November 30th. We picked it up at $38. And uh, we had targets into the $40 today, high of $40.09 today. We hit uh, target two, and we still have two more targets, 42 bucks and 45 bucks. So these are... Uh, some of the trades, some not some, all the trades that we've uh, that we've done um, this uh, past month. Uh, and I have one more stock, RTX. Okay, all right. So let's take a quick look at RTX here. And RTX, another great contender for um, for the end of the year. This is what you want to see. This is what you want to trade into the end of the year. You don't want to be bottom picking. You know what? Just leave the bottom picking to amateurs. Just now that you know, and now that I explained to you how the market works in December, don't go near those, okay? You might get lucky or you might get your head handed, okay? So here we have a pullback. It looks very good. It looks very strong. It still wants to go into the 105. 
uh, from the daily perspective. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys because you just punched in symbols here. I don't know whether you want it long term, short term. I mean, maybe next time when we do this, you tell me whether you're thinking it as a day trade, swing trade or investment purpose. That would be a lot more helpful. Um, so again, it's into resistance right now, but it does have a lot of room to run uh, higher, at least into the 105. All right, that's that's what I see. All right, uh, anybody else? Any other any other stocks or any other symbols that you guys um, are looking at? And I want to make another point. Okay, um, when you trade, look at the volume, guys, because if the stock that you're trading. I mean, it's fine if you're doing options on a particular stock, but if you're doing common and if you have low volume, well, that's going to suck, okay? That's going to suck because you may not have continuation. I don't trade stocks that are trading below 1.5 million shares on a day. All right. Um, let's see. We have some more symbols. QGen. Okay. These are going to be the last three. All right, QGen, like it, love it. That's because it's trading into the highs. If it breaks out 51, off it goes to 55. Uh, EA long swing, okay. Another great pick, Kurt. Very nice. If it starts trading 133 and change, it's going to try to go to 144 at least. Okay, CRM. What happened to CRM today? The CEO something. CEO, what, what? Somebody in the trading room told me something. It's like, what? Because I saw, like, I wasn't even watching CRM, even though I have CRM on my charts. But I wasn't watching. And I was like, why is the Dow dropping like this? And I had a member that was telling me that something happened with CRM. Yeah, the CEO is leaving. Wow. I mean, can't find somebody else. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. To me, this is hilarious. I mean, seriously? Okay. So now this is support right here. This is a lot of support, right? If you're looking at the bodies of the candles, right? This is support. I look at both, all right? I look at the tails because the tails are going to show me the volatility because they crash down and they, they lift it, right? And this shows me the support. So this is the wider band of support. So support is from 137 all the way to 114. So anything can happen within, uh, within this area. OK, so I think that this may be, for example, uh, like um, like a breakout area for it. Uh, let me just uh, trace it. This can be like a breakout area right here. Uh, so if it trades uh, 166, if it calibrates, I think this is a good area. You know why? Because it broke out again. It, it literally broke out over here. So if you're looking at it, oops, I don't have an arrow. Uh, but um, if you're looking, this is the area where I'm holding my cursor. This is the breakout, the big breakout. So it broke out, revisited support, and then back up. Careful where you're placing your stops in CRM if you're trading common. Careful where you're placing your stops. Give a lot of room and then position size, okay? So this may be a really good uh, breakout. I see a target zone into the 50 SMA. And into this area, the 200 area, 200 is going to be a big line in the sand. And if it's going to do it, I think it's uh, it's going to be pretty good. Now, if you see, this is trading in a channel right now. So that's why I'm saying this may be a breakout, okay, into uh, into this spot, into the um, into the 165. All right, we have four more minutes uh, and my time is going to be up. I just want to show you a little bit of a wrap up of what we do at Trade Out Loud. So if you're interested in learning how to trade, you can head on to my website. It is tradeoutloud.com. For example, if you want, we also offer uh, funding. 
for the accounts. You uh, are purchasing an audition. And this is a really nice way to get started into trading. So basically what you do is you are going to audition. It's $500 and $500 is going to provide you with $50,000 account. And we go as up as $500,000 account for $5,000 audition. We have certain rules. If you click here on more information, you're going to find out uh, the rules of the game. If you're interested in uh, day trading and swing trading, we're going to have a brand new uh, program uh, starting next year uh, with the wealth generation course. Uh, it is called, it will be called the Power Wealth Course, uh, and uh, it's going to be totally redesigned. Uh, so uh, if you're interested in this, shoot me an email to get on the list, because this is going to be really hot. Uh, I'm going to show you the blueprint of how you can create your wealth ecosystem uh, into the market, something that I do and I have been doing for a long time. Uh, if you're interested in futures day trading, to day trade with me to generate income, we do have the Power Income Futures Day Trading course that is uh, coming up the next year in January towards the end of the year. And we will have a webinar next uh, week. So if you get on our list, uh, you could actually, uh, you could actually, uh, you could actually uh, be the first one that uh, is going to be, um, let's say, uh, uh, you know, if, informed of when the course is, and uh, uh, you're going to find more details about the course, what it's all about, and uh, how you can get started uh, trading futures, uh, trading for charts, and creating an income. So this is pretty much it. What I have right now. So let me know if you guys have any questions. Basically, go to tradealo.com to find out more information if you're interested in um, uh, in our product and our services. So thanks so much, everybody. Uh, it was great to be here. And I think we're going to see each other again very soon, right?